Hello and welcome to an Insight episode. It does not occur after each interview I've had, but almost always. And the twists I make during these insights are totally unexpected. Sometimes they are a kind of a summary of my talks. Sometimes I spin off to something completely different. And many times I find a mental connection to persistent pain. Who are all these people you talk to? I haven't heard about them before. And since I haven't heard of them before, why should I listen to them? I mean, if you're to talk about pain every single episode, at least you need to deliver some famous people for me to listen to. I guess this could be a legit question from the listener. Well, first of all, I don't talk about pain every episode, but you know that if you listen more than once. And I talk to the persons because they are interesting and have something important to say. Personally, I find normal people, so to speak, that normal people have more clever things to say than the famous ones out there. Although we often see a famous quote from someone famous. But a quote does not make a work week. Pain is some serious business. It ain't everyone who knows what to do about it. Now I hear there's a podcast just about this. It doesn't talk of pain alone, but other interesting things distracting the mind from it. So I suggest you tune in to Outsmart the Pain and listen to what Karsten has to say about it. Get ahead. Get it done. Listen to the podcast and maybe change your life or someone else's. If you don't hear anything, everything is really, really good. Sounds like a soccer referee. Should be there and make sure everything works, but should not get noticed. This is the case for the workforce Mikael Rydenholt steers at the hospital. And how does this work? I asked him in the last episode. Well, he understands their value and he tells them every single day. Make sure he is out there meeting his co-workers and talks to them. If just a, how has your week been? But make sure the person is being noticed. Then he got a kind of help from the COVID pandemic because then it was so obvious how important his staff is transporting persons and goods and cleaning. If their work was not fulfilled, the hospital would not work either taking care of the COVID patients. Mikael's motto is love and respect. But how does this work? If he needs to have a difficult talk, if a coworker does not comply as requested. Well, because he already settled that they have his respect, he can have a good conversation. He is being very honest and says that we have a problem. If the other party says no, but it is obvious there is a problem, Mikael says that yeah, we have developed a respect between us, so you need to tell me the truth to continue with that respect, or somewhat to that point. And that is how he succeeds. 
He even said that if he needs to get rid of someone who cannot continue to work, they still keep their respect for each other. I don't want to be the evil boss. I don't want to be the boss riding on the high horses. But being a leader, it sometimes is lonely up at the top. No one to talk to and everyone expects you to settle everything. How does Mikael cope with this? Well, he says he has a good boss himself who he can talk to. He has also chosen co-workers on the floor that he asks, did I do this right? And he can have people he wants feedback from saying, I think you did this bad, you should have done it differently. He has a trusty network. And I told him about a Swedish doctor, in short, who got fired in the UK. Oh well. And talking so much about love and respect on social media that is LinkedIn, did he get a lot of negative feedback since there are always people out there not liking what you do? Among 7,000 followers and activity for several years, he only got two negative responses. One of them said he was too funny at LinkedIn. Well, Mikael said that he needs to be the person he normally is. And that is also being funny at some times. But he also says he has good and bad days. And since we all learn from bad things as well, he does post at these days too. He said something about Ullared. If you're interested, dig in and listen to the original episode. Is there a backside of being so open and honest and so positive? Well, it seems like people feeling low, having a bad self-esteem, etc. are writing Mikael to get advice. And as for myself, I guess I would say, I don't have the time or I can't help you. Seek professional help, just like many of us would do. But Mikael helps out talking to them and tells us that this makes him feel very good and that his work has a meaning. How did he end up being this guy then? He was raised with a lot of love, he says. Sometimes when he came home having done bad things, I did not ask what these things were, stuff that guys did in the 70s, he still got full support from his parents. Okay, you should have done it differently like this, but we know who you read are, so you will do right next time. He told us he wanted to become a truck driver because his father was his hero. But he understood this wasn't his cup of tea and asked to be a manager in the transportation company. He had no experience and no idea, but always wants to learn and do new things. He even described himself as somewhat crazy trying things he did not know what to do much about. But being open-minded and eager to learn, he seems to have succeeded, I must say. Is everything a great happy story then? Not quite. He has been through a lot of negative things, but uses these experiences to help other people who are going through it now. That makes them feel he respects them and they respect him. So, what can we learn listening to this episode of Outsmart the Pain? Well, even if you feel you did not learn anything, because we don't have the capacity or need to learn all the time. I hope you did enjoy listening to this episode and continue to listen to my interviews. 
and other stuff. Did you know I have a Christmas story I read the 23rd of December each year? It is the same story, but hey, it is so good you can't miss it for the world. But what have we learned then? As parents, just let love flow over your children, just like Mikael described happened to him in his childhood. There were errors, but they were overcome. He has an openness to try things, and I am sure this has its ground in feeling secure of himself through the love from his parents. So, whatever you do, make sure you take time to show your children you love them. If you don't have children, show your love to someone else or something else. I know we all have love inside of us. If it's to a person, music or something else, I have no idea. But don't let it stay inside. Get it out. Make the world better. As a leader, now here's a little tricky part. Because who is a leader? Someone might refer to it as being a boss at the workplace. But in some context, we are all leaders of some part. At the job, an organization, in the family, or maybe just being your own boss. But you do have some kind of leadership towards someone else. Take care of this. Show respect and make sure you listen carefully. At the workplace, show yourself. Make sure people are getting noticed. If just to ask how the week's been, I assure you, you will have a more interesting life if you show interest. And as a person, be willing to change your plans. Mikael wanted to be a truck driver, but he changed. He has, if not plans, but dreams for the future. He will still be happy if he works with the same things he does today, but he does have dreams. You should too. Never forget that. Drive your thoughts forward. If you have any thoughts after this episode, or want to share feedback to me or Mikael, please don't hesitate to write me at info at Now then, take care and make sure to listen to the next episode. Then I will talk to Volodomir, who is a pain doctor in Ukraine. We could talk about the war, of course. I don't know if it is a doctor thing, but he really got excited talking about his patients with pain. So we talked about both, and it was really exciting. Join me in the next episode. Music